What's going on out there, all you fans of the split screen cynics in the world of the internet? Welcome once again. Join us on the old virtual couch. Let's talk video games. We love that you stopped by. If you did, you found us. Great, because you know what that means? You're going to get an awesome podcast going right to your ear holes. My <laughs> name is Berto. I am one third of your hosting trio. And joining me as always are two of the most awesome dudes I get the pleasure to talk video games with. One of which is right in front of me to my... This way. <laughs> Gary, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm a little bit sick still, which isn't the biggest deal. I think in the last podcast I was feeling semi-sick. Then I got full sick. Now I'm like kind of coming out of it. But I was a little bit sick. No big. Um, I did get to play some new video games this week, which was cool. Uh, a lot of work. I, I did a thing for you, the gamers and stuff. So uh, just busy um, in a good way. So I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm excited. There's games coming out that I'm interested okay. in and stuff. So uh, the release window is feeling pretty good. So oh yeah, uh, good time for video games. I feel like this is this is the thick of it. This is yeah. when all the good stuff's coming out. I totally for I just realizing like Google Stadia. Come, I have that on pre order, so that'll show up at one point. Um, Great. Now it can might be good. Up. It can, it can no. sit on your shelf gaining dust with all the other like mini yeah <laughs> like similar to mr link's awakening right here still haven't opened oh, that dude, why haven't you opened that yet well i've already played it essentially uh i i'm going to stream it eventually that was the also cool I, I did some streaming uh as well recently so i'm getting back into that um which was uh refreshing because i haven't i haven't done that in a while so um i'm doing good how are you doing berto i'm doing fantastic this is the best time of year for video games. This is when all the good stuff's coming out, the stuff that hasn't been delayed anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to what's coming down the pipe. And uh, yeah, I've been playing some games, so been doing doing some fun stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, also we we did buy some PAX East tickets. So yeah, that's a cool did. thing. So yeah, we did. We eventually get... we'll have some content there. Yeah, we're starting to gear up for our, our late February annual PAX East thing. Uh, we're going to have to start reaching out to some people and seeing if we can get some interviews and start meeting some devs because 2020 is the year of the cynic. Cynics. I just made that up. <laughs> we, need, we need an S on there, I hope. The year of um, the cynics. Yeah. Tim, how you doing? I am doing good. Uh, yeah, just uh, reaching the tail end of the Counter-Strike season. Got one week left, so looking forward to some time off, nice. <laughs> so to speak. Uh, just, you know... Just a little sleepy, but who isn't? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I've been playing some new games too. Uh, opening up as getting to what I can, and just looking forward to the weeks to come. Cool. Um, before we jump into what you're playing, which I feel like we're almost ready for, uh, I did want to say uh, this is probably the first little bit, but November 9th, we're going to be doing Ooh. a, uh, and we actually have to talk after the stream. I was about to say yes. <laughs> uh, let's 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 do the uh, before we get into the actual show itself. Let's, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna hit you up with the bit of the housekeeping that we usually do. Uh, so Garrett, why don't you take that ball and run with it right to the end zone? Um, yeah. So uh, there's this thing called Extra Life. It's a basically a charity streaming event. It's not even streaming. It's a video game marathon event. Um, we did it last year. I think we raised like a thousand bucks, which was cool. They raised like 2.4 million, if I remember correctly. Um, and it all goes to Children's Miracle Network Hospital. So it's for a really good cause. We're going to be doing it November 9th. The mm -hmm. actual uh, like super game day is November 2nd. So please definitely tune into that. 
if you feel like, um, you know, donating or just watching some people play some video games, there's a ton of streams up for it. Um, we do have a team. I just started it. Uh, so if you look up Split Screen Cynics, you can certainly donate there if you feel charitable or if you can afford it. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, definitely, we're going to be streaming November 9th probably for at least 12 hours. We might go crazier. Uh, who knows? Um, but it's a really fun stream to watch. So please tune in. I think we're going to be hosting it on this stream, uh, but it will actually be on my stream, twitch.tv slash Garrett gets into. That way we can do subs and, and stuff like that uh, and put those to charity. So please, 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 uh, if you can donate, that's awesome. If you can't, just tune in. It'll be fun. Um, and we're going to be doing stuff, you know, having like votes for the next game and stuff. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, but with that being said, should we do what you plan? Well, before we go into what you plan, oh, housekeeping, up, sorry. <laughs> finishing, up a, finishing up a little bit of the housekeeping, you know, just hit them up with the, uh, where you can find us again. If you're listening to us, great. You know where you can find us. Please continue listening in. We appreciate your support. Uh, leave us those comments, leave us those five stars. We really appreciate everything. We read all the comments, all two that we've received. We've read them all multiple times. We would like to see more because we would like to read more of these comments. Uh, so please go in, leave us your comments, leave us your reviews. We're on Apple iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any where, anywhere you can find podcasts. We're likely listed there. So please go in, subscribe, listen, uh, comment. All that good stuff. We love you guys. Welcome to the Cynic family. And with that housekeeping out of the way, let's just jump right into the first segment, which is our What You Playing segment. Mm. Uh, Tim, what you been playing, dude? Well, as you guys know, I have been uh, dabbling in some uh, Link's Awakening Remastered. Mm -hmm. uh finally finished it uh me and my friend tom got through the entire game without dying oh no i was deal. gonna say who who broke the death uh, <laughs> but no one no, no deaths so you know nice. that little screen that shows you like how many deaths you had zero is pretty satisfying oh. uh although we did start um a new game on like the harder difficulty that they offer which i think you take double damage and oh. no heart drops interesting so Ooh. um we did start that so and it's tom a three died, heart like, basically no you you can you can get hearts but hearts don't drop like, oh oh you, gotcha, you can't gotcha. heal. so, so the it. only way you can like regain health would be like potions and things like that yeah I, we've only just started it but yeah okay. we played for like five minutes and tom died immediately just <laughs> playing playing haphazardly so all right <laughs> I, I win i win the battle of not dying so <laughs> so yay but uh that was fun definitely recommend that if you want a nice uh quality of life filled trip down memory of lane uh memory of lane anyway uh i uh got to play un untitled goose game and you guys were talking about mm -hmm. i know What'd it's kind of old hat but i really enjoyed it yeah uh, definitely an experience worth having uh everything you guys said about it was true it's just really fun um being an annoying goose <laughs> And uh, I I am looking forward to going back and completing some of the other challenges and you know the it's it's such a unique puzzle game that like you have to give it credit it does feel like you know it, you wish it was longer for for the money it's such a short experience but uh, considering how well made it is and you know just unique it is overall I can't I can't fault the game for its price tag um, all things considered but definitely looking forward to going back diving back into that one and uh last night i started this game uh 
called the Blackout Club, which uh, it's, you know, I, I got it in the spirit of Halloween. Uh, I have some friends that I, when this time of year comes around, we try to like get some goofy horror game online and, and co-op it together. But this one actually looks like a, a pretty interesting one. Basically, it's uh, you play a bunch of kids that um, like have been experiencing random blackouts where they'll just wake up in the middle of the woods, like covered in mud, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And essentially, you're sneaking around in the neighborhood at night and all the adults are like sleepwalking and they're trying to like catch you and drag you away. So it's kind of oh, like weird. this interesting like co-op stealth gameplay where you have to like sneak around and complete missions there's definitely some randomness involved in, in like the placement of enemies and all this stuff only got to play it for about like 45 minutes last night but some definitely interesting concepts going on i'm looking forward to diving back into it so uh it's on sale right now maybe like a few more minutes i just Check bought it, out. it like six minutes ago so <laughs> yeah, it is currently on sale Oh, I'm definitely gonna have to go right because I I pulled up the uh, the uh, the wiki on it and the description is a stealth based first person co op multiplayer horror game. So that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds right up uh, our alley. So yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah see. It, it feels. I mean, looking at the game before I played it, I I, I mentioned I had like kind of a Stranger Things vibe to it. I would okay. say that that's like not entirely accurate. I think they're kind of going for that, but it's more modern. It's definitely not doesn't have that like 80s feel and it's a little bit more i guess adult it's it's a rated m game so it's like definitely going for like a little bit darker themes but uh but yeah it seems really cool so far and uh, i haven't hashed out all the gameplay kind of elements of it but it, it seems pretty pretty interesting i'm looking forward to getting back into that tis the season indeed yeah yeah, yeah. gotta but, get uh, those scary games in yeah uh so that's what i've been playing what about you, Berto? What have you been up to? I uh, used my the last of my two months for $2 of Xbox Game Pass, and I dove right into the Outer Worlds. There's been a uh, lot. Like Everyone I've talked to has been playing this game, actually. like uh, I, I feel like the Game Pass is so dope. that you, it like, is If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have spent the money on the Outer Worlds, regardless of the... It, it's. I mean, it's it's being critically acclaimed uh nines out of tens four out of fives you know there's only a handful of people that are saying oh it's not it's not a game for me but for the most part the reception has been overwhelmingly positive uh but even still if it wasn't for the fact that i had game pass like the game pass ultimate two months trial thing for the low price that i did i probably wouldn't have jumped right in uh to try it but i did and i have it until i think end of november or like second week of november so i said let me get as much time with the outer worlds as I can before I cancel and start getting charged like 20 bucks a month. Cause homie ain't got 20 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually, and sorry if I'm, I'm cutting in a little bit, but yeah, go for it. I would love to see or hear that they are actually tracking all these like metrics. Um, Cause it would be really interesting to see like how many people played it, how many people bought it. Um, and I'm actually wondering if Microsoft will do, cause it, if I'm not mistaken, this is sort of the first big release that is day one Microsoft Game Pass. Like, am I am I wrong with that? I know Gears of War five was Gears, yeah. Gears Gears five was also day and date with Game Pass. I'm trying to think of other major titles that were sort of the like anticipated releases for the year that were coming out with Game Pass. 
and outside of gears and this i and i'm sure there were i just can't i don't remember what the others were off the top of my head but i even even with gears 5 to the point of what the metrics look like i don't think that i mean i'd be surprised if they're going to release those metrics as far as you know how many like what what the what the sales were, I yeah. guess they probably won't better, release it's not them, really sale, yeah. but it would be interesting to see because like, are they going to sell a lot of copies if this is available? That being said, I assume the amount of money coming from Microsoft to have it day one is probably significant. Um, yeah. uh, also, I, I feel like they should do a thing where they basically track the amount of months that you've been playing for and then offer you the game for like, you know, Oh, we, we see you've paid this much money for game pass purchase the game outright for this much, you know, where they minus it or something. Uh, I, I doubt they will because that's a lot of tracking going on, but um, I bet you that would be an interesting kind of like selling point because if you've already, say you you buy a Game Pass for 15 bucks and you play the game and you really liked it for a month and they're like, hey, you know, you could buy the game for $15 off uh, yeah. because we notice your subscription's ending. Like that would be an interesting kind of kind of way to to push the game a little bit. Oh, I wouldn't. I have no doubts that that may that that's something that they're considering. I mean, you you look at a company like Microsoft; they have people that are way smarter than we are as far as like data management and data parsing and shit like that, where they're they're tracking all of these numbers. And I guarantee you, they have someone looking at that where they have an analysis that says, "Okay, we have you know Joe Schmo over here who's been a member of Game Pass for 4 months he's been playing Outer Worlds for 4 months he's we've been charging him 15 bucks a month he still hasn't finished the game what if we tell him hey game is 50% off right now we see you've been playing for 4 months you've already spent like 60 bucks on Game Pass you're still not done with the game what if you want to just buy the game flat out like, yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure they have those scenarios modeled and are going to i wouldn't be surprised if they start tailoring these kinds of deals to players or if that's something that's that they're looking at yeah i mean i mean i um, i would assume so but uh what do you, what are you thinking of the game so far Berto? oh i mean uh i was just looking at chat right now puckhead oh jack what's world, up dude <laughs> he's saying outer world is amazing i have to agree i am loving my time with outer world so far i've only played for like five or six hours and a lot of that time has been spent with me just kind of talking to everyone and going through all the different dialogue options with my character. So I didn't really get much time in as far as doing the missions as as so much as I'm just talking to everyone and seeing how far I can push the boundaries with the responses. Uh, it, it's so much fun. And this is a very atypical Birdo game. Mm. I've I'm never I've never been a fan of you know, the Skyrim games, I never got into Fallout. Uh, so the fact that I'm getting into this like action RPG style game, that's very, it's, it's very Fallout New Vegas. Obsidian, of course, is the developer behind Fallout New Vegas. So you can see the pedigree there. It, it says something for the game that it's hooking someone like me into it where this is like definitely not a, a game that I would typically play. That's interesting because I am uh, not the biggest fan of the Fallout 3D games, which is why Outer Worlds is like, eh, I'm half interested in. Um, again, the Game Pass is part of the reason why I'll probably end up playing it. But uh, hearing that from you, Berto, it's like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot, definitely. I've specced my character out so that I'm not not as 
proficient in like the melee combat. I put a lot of my points towards um, handguns and long range weapons and also to like my charisma so that when I talk to people, I can like lie to them or try <laughs> and be like, you know, if, if there's an option available, it's like, hey, use your charisma to try and charm an answer out of them. That's the, the play style that I'm going for. So I'm going to be like, I'm like the silver tongued rogue that comes into town. It's like, so up how you doing if you don't agree with me i could probably shoot you (laughs) it's like like, hey you want to tell me something don't you come on just tell it to me (laughs) so that's the play style that i'm doing um real quick i want to there was this article not even an article it was like a tweet that i was reading that somebody was talking about outer worlds and uh they were talking about how they were trying to hack something but their hacking skill wasn't like the requisite level they didn't have the requisite number of points for hacking but then they realized that they were wearing like a like an, a body suit that minus like minus two across all their stats oh geez so, they took off, so it's like they took off that suit and they were able to hack it so like so moral of the story is i took off my pants and i was able to hack this thing <laughs> that's really funny we've all been um, there <laughs> I, i've <laughs> i've heard that uh the game is like really all about just offering like different ways to complete it um I know in a preview I saw like they had people testing it and they had people doing like pacifist runs, kill everybody runs. Yeah. Um, there's options where you can like get followers and buff them. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, add some replay value. Uh, I'm interested in, in trying it out. Definitely. Oh yeah, absolutely has replay value. I think if you just, I mean, like all action RPGs, if you just go critical path, you can finish the game in maybe like 15, 20 hours. But if you really take your time and go through every side mission, you're looking at maybe like a 40, 50 hour game. So there's, you know, there, there's play styles for everyone who, uh, for every style here. If you, you want to go just point A to point B, you can do that. If you want to look over every nook and cranny and turn over every rock and every leaf to find every answer, you could play that way too. Mm. Uh, and also, like you said, you can play any way you want. If you want to be like the super pacifist run, if you want to go, you know, shoot first, ask questions later, you can do that. Lord knows that the first uh, town that I walked into when I met like the first boss of the town who's like overseeing the the outpost my first instinct was like hmm I wonder what would happen if I shoot you in the face <laughs> but Quick I did save. not <laughs> but I was like I did not because that's not how my character would play it that's my green haired mohawk dude would try and sweet talk you <laughs> um, having lots of fun with it looking forward to putting an additional number of hours into it before my game pass thing runs out uh so yeah i want to see how far i can get with the game but i'm really having a lot of fun i mean i may actually pay for an extra month of game pass just to keep Ooh, playing this game they gotcha that's the whole strategy i, I was about to say microsoft satya nadella just he just he's like we got another sucker <laughs> so that's uh that's pretty much all i've been playing garrett looks like you've been busy uh, a little bit um and definitely kind of sticking with tim on the halloween theme certainly um I guess I'll go with, uh, I did play a very small amount of Friday the 13th um, with uh, my bud Billy and my bud Al. I actually was streaming it. Um, I think this game came out recently, but like uh, at least like six months ago, if not a year ago or something. Um, And it's fun. Um, I've actually played something similar with Tim where it's basically you spawn in uh, one person's the killer, which I believe is just Jason in this game. Uh, and everybody else is like a camp counselor and there's objectives that you need to complete to like essentially escape um, to like win. But, you know, certain people can escape and not everybody has to. 
definitely teamwork is encouraged and rewarded. Um, but yeah, it was it was goofy fun. I had a lot of fun playing it, but it's really not a well-made game. Uh, I believe it's I've been seen, out for a while, and yeah, I don't I've, think they've added anything to it. I've uh, seen clips of the game, and it runs there. It runs kind of janky in some in some places. Yeah, um, it's very but buggy. I, uh, the animations are so goofy. Um, which, I think that's part of the allure, though. I think it, that's part of the reason why people play because it's like it's it just is. so it's just so broken and but in like a very funny way yeah um like literally the first thing that happens is they show like a little cutscene, um <laughs> of basically jason killing like a person uh and everyone else freaking out and like the first scene we saw jason comes out of the window and just like kills a guy and like some like very waspy dude like screams he's like oh and like the textures on his face hadn't loaded so he just looked like this weird wet clay dude um <laughs> <laughs> Which was like I'm cackling, laughing. I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah, I actually heard there was like some dispute between um, the company that owns the property of Friday the Thirteenth and the makers of the game, and they actually had to like cancel further development on it very soon after the game came out. So there's a there's like a reason why that might you know, explain it. Um, of, but I do have to call you out, Garrett. How are you gonna not grab me for playing this game? Come on, dude. Uh, it was on Xbox One, so. Uh, I did actually think uh, of you. That's uh, an okay excuse, but it's currently games for gold <laughs> on Xbox reason. One, uh, which but is why I downloaded it. So I don't I, have an Xbox. Exactly. I thought of you, Tim, but I didn't want to like crush your hopes and dreams. Um, that's true. But we I would have been on that. We could play it on Steam if, if you'd like. I'll, uh, I'll maybe we shouldn't there. buy it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth buying. Uh, definitely. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was like a goofy time. Uh, and it's fun if you're, especially if you're goofing around. Like, <laughs> I like me and Billy. The first thing we did was like try to kill him. <laughs> we were just like hitting him with pipes and stuff. Um, but yeah, not the best game, but definitely fun. Um, he can be killed. There apparently, he can be killed. Yes, although he does seem extremely overpowered because he could just like teleport, like yeah. wherever he wants, kind of thing. So um, you have to be familiar with uh, Friday the Thirteenth lore if you actually want to kill him. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I didn't look that much into it. Um, they were playing that music. It's funny. There's an option to like turn off copyrighted music, um, <laughs> which I did because I was streaming, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'll probably play more of that game like goofily, but really not worth a purchase. I would say games with gold is fine. Um, the other game I did play was the medieval remake. Uh, How is that? It's well. So if you want a full detailed first two hours impression, and there's a bit of a plug that oh, I did. Where, write... where, where could I find that? Garrett? <laughs> Sorry, this is uh, shameless. Uh, I did write an article on youthegamers.com, uh, basically detailing uh, my you first. Gamers, how do you how do you spell that? Oh, U T H E G A M E R S, and that was hard. <laughs> so I please don't ask me that's, to do that again. That's but why it's, I asked. it's you with a U. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, I like it a lot, but it's really clunky um in my review i actually don't recommend picking it up uh there's there's definitely a lot of mechanical issues it feels they called it a reboot they said it was a reboot not a remake um the visuals are amazing the audio is amazing it's great to watch um it's fun to stream because i think it's just so like whimsical and and creepy and it, it feels like a tim burton uh kind of movie that you're playing through however the combat yeah, is super clunky. Uh, you basically just mash buttons to win, uh, uh, even though I did die a couple times. But you kind of die because it's so clunky because there's the hit detection is miserable. Um, mm. The 
platforming sections are really floaty. There's terrible frame rate issues, which I find very strange um, <laughs> in a game that, you know, I know they remade it, but it, come on, <laughs> like you couldn't give it good frames um, uh, amongst other things. Like it's, it's a very simple game um, and sometimes simplicity is good. But in this case, it's nice because you can breeze through it so that you don't have to be frustrated with the combat the whole time. So um, if you're a fan of the series, uh, if you like the original Medieval, it's a must-buy, I would say. If you really want some spooky Halloween stuff, go for it. Gameplay-wise, it's total dud. Uh, it feels like it. it's one of the first uh, PlayStation 1 games. And it's funny because the, the complaints from the first game are like camera controls, stuttering, combat's a mess. And they were just like, yeah, let's just keep all that stuff. But in, let's make it look good. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand that they wanted to stay true to the game, but some, put some quality of life in it. Like, you have to switch weapons all the time. Like, why do I have to go to the menu to switch weapons? Like, can't the hit detection be a little better? Can it show when I'm getting hit instead of just, like, my health bars ticking down without telling me? Um, can't you have a good camera? You know, at least put camera sensitivity. The camera moves so slow that you just give up rotating it. You're like, oh, I'll just like hear where they're coming from and go for it. Um, either way, still a pretty fun game, fun stream. So uh, I would give it like a 5.5 out of 10 at the moment. So um, decent is is where I would put it. Um, but yeah, it was cool to do some Halloween stuff. Um, I do also have Luigi's Mansion 3 on the way. So I'm, I'm going to be playing that this weekend. Probably do another article on that. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, otherwise, not That's kind too of much. Point to hear but... though with medieval because you we, we had the Spyro like reignited trilogy yeah. come out and that was a fantastic well, complete see, like ground up. Re- this is what annoys me. It's like, uh, and I mentioned this in my article. It's like you have a Spyro trilogy, you have a Crash Bandicoot trilogy, yeah, and, Crash and they Bandicoot, come out with medieval that. reboot, and it's like, well, where's the sequel? Because they had a sequel. <laughs> There's a medi- medieval too, and they just didn't like bother. So it's like. It feels kind of cash grabby. Like those are forty bucks. This is thirty. You know what I mean? Like I kind of not even feel... just so much that, but you have like the two games or the two series where they give you the you know the whole series, but like a complete ground up. Like it, the game, like it, it looks great and it plays great, and they fix a whole bunch of stuff that were issues in you know in the first uh, PlayStation generation of consoles, and the medieval for what you're telling me, it's like yeah, it looks nice but it still kind of plays like it belongs on the PS one. Yeah. That's why it annoys me that they call it a reboot. Cause it's clearly a remaster. Like they mm. didn't change anything. Although apparently they built it from the ground up. So like, I guess that's a reboot, but if they did build it from the ground up, like you didn't want to fix anything. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Like, like maybe, maybe you should have changed the blueprint a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, like a, a, it, the, the strength of the design and the voice talent and the characters in the game uh, still makes it pretty fun. So it's a testament to the original idea uh, that that it's still worth playing. Mm, that's still kind of disappointing, though, to see to to hear that because I was I was actually interested in picking this game up and playing it. Honestly, I would um, wait for a price drop. Uh, considering I think Spyro and Crash were in the humble bundle for like fourteen bucks, uh, and they one of those games just came out. <laughs> so I imagine so maybe- this game will price drop pretty quick. All right, so then I'll I'll wait for the price drop, and because like I said, I was I was interested in picking this up and playing it for the the improved graphics and the visuals, and and hoping that uh, you know that they fixed a bunch of the issues from the first go around. Uh, but if they didn't, then you know I'll just wait till I don't have to pay as much money for it. That's the way to do it. 
Uh, you never know, they <laughs> might patch it or something. But uh, should we move on to our cynical spin? Let's go right to our next segment. Keep marching along with the cynical spin. Uh, first item up on the spin. This is my item. I'm bringing this one to the table. Last of Us 2, delayed until spring 2020. May 29th, 2020 to be exact. Now, when I read this initially, this uh, this came out last week. So by the time you guys are hearing this, this news is about uh, just a little over a week and a half old, just about a week and a half, uh, but still something that I wanted to bring to the table. It's because Last of Us 2, big title, very much anticipated. We finally got a release date for it not too long ago. Uh, I think like a month ago is when they actually said, hey, you finally have a release date because the big mystery around Last of Us 2 was when are we actually getting the game? We had seen it, I don't know how many times at E3, we'd seen the demos, we'd seen the gameplay, we'd seen the cinematics, but what we didn't have was a release date. And then a month ago, Sony was like, hey, game's coming out February 2020. And everyone's like, yeah, February 2020, we're getting the game. And then cut to a month later, there's rumors starting to swirl around that there may be a first, there's news coming around for a first party Sony title. And people are starting to think that it might be news of a delay. Uh, initially, people thought it might be Ghost of Tsushima because that's another title that's very highly anticipated that as of yet doesn't have a release date, if I'm not mistaken. So they thought that that might be the title they think was going to be pushed back. But then there was also discussion that it may be The Last of Us 2. And then Jason Schreier of Kotaku puts out an article that as of the time that he put the article out, hadn't been corroborated yet. But the article stated that there are signs pointing to the delay being for The Last of Us 2 and that The Last of Us 2 is getting delayed to spring 2020. Uh, and he cites two people familiar with Naughty Dog saying that um, these are the people, like these are the sources that he that he said that told him the title was likely to get bumped. And then a few days later, Sony comes out and they say, yep, guess what? You know, Last of Us 2 is officially getting delayed. Um, so likewise, people are, are bummed out. But at the same time, and this is just me personally, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that it got bumped because if it's getting delayed or if at least the news of the delay is coming just a month after we got a release date initially, that's telling me that maybe the game isn't quite ready for release. And rather than have everyone crunching through the holiday season to try and get a game out in February that will likely need to be patched, they're telling the people, listen, let's take our time. Let's fix the issues we got to fix because at this point, we've anticipated less issues than we actually do have. And let's put out a quality product for a flagship title that people are very much anticipating for a late May, 2020 release. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I, I'm always kind of on the same boat with these things that I think the best game companies are companies that are willing to delay the release of their games to make better games. Um, and yeah, so if, if it's to make the game better and make it finished and polished, I'm all for it. Um, it is interesting because uh, just some of the notes you had with as far as release dates and what it'll compete against yeah. and stuff. Um, hopefully it's not just so that, you know, PlayStation has competitive stuff against other things. I don't really know if gaming companies do that aside from holiday season stuff. 
Um, but yeah, every time this happens, I'm always like, oh, good for them. I always think the the best companies are the ones that are willing to delay games. Like, I know it stinks, but there's so much content out nowadays. Yeah. Like, um, it, it's really not that big a deal. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Jack and uh, Chad is talking about WWE 2K20, which oh, I've... talking talk about a game that not only <laughs> should not have like. <laughs> Forget about delays. That game should have like never been made. You know what's funny is I actually kind of want to get it just to stream it and just see how like ridiculous have you it is. Have you seen all the the gifs and and yes, I say gif. Get at me, internet. Um, <laughs> and the videos of the that game is so deliciously broken. Yeah, it's, I it's outrageous, it. uh, certainly. But uh, yeah, games need to be delayed. Not really the biggest deal to me. Um, I don't know, Tim. Do you, what do you feel on on the whole subject? Uh, I, I completely disagree. I think that this is awful. No, Tim. I think that, oh, Tim's I mean, lying. I, Tim's I think lying. That, look, there's two things you can do. You either have like the devs just work 15 to 20 hours a day, like <laughs> so they can pump it out and get it out, like because they promised us in February. That is true. Uh, so, so that's one option. They could do that, or B, they can just release an unfinished game that's like not that good. And you know it, what matters is the game getting out, and that that's. <laughs> It has to get out the first date that they say that it's going to get out. Otherwise, you know, I think they should have honestly released it sooner. They should probably release it next one. They should bump because, it up. Because they want it, like, the holiday season's coming up. And, like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get for Christmas. So uh, I, I think this is a terrible move by them. And it's it's uh, it's just it represents all the things in gaming that I disagree with. So. Boycott PS5. Boycott. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yes. I can feel your anger. <laughs> I, Obviously, I, teams being. Facetious. I don't know how excited for this game I am. I'll probably play it. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I was. I I'm a I huge fan. First one. I was a huge fan of the first one. My wife and I love The Last of Us, um, so much so that when I told her about the delay, she was actually bummed out. And I'm like, look at it this way: if they're delaying it, that means it's going to be a very high quality product. Yeah, I, honestly, Especially, like I, I think it's just we're getting old, maybe, <laughs> but like. There's so much shit out there. It's like, oh, thank God. Like, Honestly, I, part of me was kind of excited that they pushed it back. Because, yeah, I have more time I mean, to like play I have, other stuff. I'm, I mean, you you see in the show notes there where I have all the games that were releasing in just the first quarter alone. And like, if you're talking about the big releases, the Final Fantasy VII remake is in March. Doom Eternal is also in March, which also got pushed back because that was supposed to be a November game. Yeah, but Animal um, Crossing, though, dude. Yeah, fuck Animal the, Crossing. The Twitch streams I'm going to have, I'm going to have 24-hour animal crossing twitch streams. again uh it's just me i don't like playing games where i'm getting away from work to do more work that's <laughs> Dude, just me with cute animals i feel like you're forgetting the best part of the game <laughs> i have cute animals here at home i d i don't want to like like and i do work for them i clean their little boxes <laughs> like i clean their shit boxes and i don't have someone giving me bells to do that shit exactly now you can now you can <laughs> You're missing the point for how the bells, dude. And then, Go catch and, then some Tom, bugs. and then Tom Nook gouging me. He's like, "Hey, Tom I just Nook bought is misunderstood. you." A he he affords a lot of people opportunity. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else affords a lot of people opportunity? Slumlords. Yeah. I well, wish that I had yeah. a purpose in life, like that. Tom Nook could come to my life and tell me, "This is what you need to do." Here. But no, I'm here, just directionless. I, yeah. Here, Go I've given you pages. a cell phone. You're you're now indebted to me for the rest of your life. Here's your tent. <laughs> Go pick Here's some your, peaches. It's yeah. a start. Go go like punch a tree and get some, you know, fruit or some shit. Whatever you do in that game, I don't care. 
uh, <laughs> uh, should I should I move to my topic? I think yeah. I got the next one here. Um, yeah, let's go to the next one. I'm 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 ready for this. So this one. is I just honestly it's we don't have to discuss it that much, but I just love it. Um, <laughs> oh no, another, we have to discuss. My it. <laughs> news topics have just been I told you so for like five episodes. Um, Bethesda, everybody's favorite company. Uh, released a premium subscription package for Fallout 76 at $13 a month, which includes private service, unlimited scrap storage, and some in-game items. Uh, like, you know, just kind of like you, you get some premium content every month or premium currency to spend. Uh, and you, I don't know, you can look like an idiot or something. Who cares? <laughs> um, so this uh, is you'll... this is a whole interesting thing. Uh, so all like remaining maybe twenty three people that are still playing this game uh, were super excited when Bethesda announced that they're they're coming with private servers. They announced like, hey, private servers are coming. Uh, then they Great. announced, by the way, you're gonna have to pay for them monthly because clearly this uh, absolute failed it... piece of garbage game. Uh, people want to pay. It wasn't enough for. that we took your money and then punched you in the face. Yeah. Now we're going to kick you in the nuts. Now, see, also, I didn't actually have this in my notes, but apparently they delayed their they delayed their content patch, the big one that's been coming up for six yeah. months, so they could announce mm-hmm. this. Hot yeah, dog! Yeah. We had to give I your customers uh, some some stuff. Um, it's like, should we patch the game? Nah, let's nah. do this private server bullshit first. So just some uh, nice uh, glazed <laughs> icing on the cake here. Uh, they uh, released this, started charging people for it, uh, all, you know, eight of them. And actually, it was broken. Um, <laughs> so the scrap boxes that un- offer unlimited storage uh, were items were disappearing from them. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. All of the items in them were disappearing from them. Bethesda came out. They're like, oh, it's just a UI bug. Don't worry. Bethesda has since said... Oh, actually, people are definitely losing these items. We're we're working on it. Um, oh shit, so, yeah. maybe it's not a bug. So this is good. Um, also, <laughs> there's anecdotal evidence that players are uh, spawning into these servers, and mobs and stuff are already dead in them. So people are accusing Bethesda of like renting a server out and then just like recycling it to other people. Mm. Uh, now they claim that that's not true. That Amazon Web Services like creates a new server every time. This and that. Uh, the word is still not out whether or not that's true. So let's not get too crazy blaming them for that. But we could certainly blame them for being the worst company in the planet when it comes to uh, fans who like this really bad game. So what do you guys think about this? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Like it, Bethesda just just mm, keep, they just keep on just taking it in the face. You ever see that episode of The Simpsons where they're spoofing? Um, what's that? Uh, what's that? movie Cape with fear. robert de niro cape fear yes i knew exactly where, what you were talking I was about, about. <laughs> say exactly you knew exactly where i was going with sideshow bob just stepping on the rakes left yes. and right that is bethesda right now i mean it started off with the whole fucking you know bag that wasn't the bag that they promised and it was a shitty bag and it just went downhill from there they just really can't get out of their own way and this Listen, you just got to cut your losses at some point. I get it. Fallout 76, you wanted it to be this big thing, and you're trying to make it a thing, but it's just not happening. And what you're doing now, especially with this like $12.99 or $15.99, however it is monthly or $100 a year, like you guys are not, you guys are not doing this right. Just stop. Just no. It's not working. <laughs> Tim, any, any comments? Uh, well, I just didn't think that uh, Fallout 76 was expensive enough until now, so uh, I picked it up, and <laughs> nice. uh, it's having a great time. Oh, great. Uh, How's your scrap storage? 
Uh, it's it's some of it's still there. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, <laughs> no, I I you know it it's funny to laugh at. That's that's obviously it's, my take. I, on I it. really just posted it for the yeah. jokes. Um, I don't think anyone on the planet thinks this is a good move. Uh, I do find it funny that somebody at Bethesda was like, "Man, what if we made like four hundred more bucks this month?" You know what it's, I mean? Like, it like, sounds insanely desperate. Are it's humans crazy. still playing this game? <laughs> like, I mean, what? I. I understand that there is a there's a small fan base that loves whatever Bethesda does, and they have a dedicated group of people who are still playing Fallout 76, despite how broken and how many missteps Bethesda is making with this game. And you know what? You guys love what you love. But at some point, Bethesda, you you either got to cut, cut them, cut them loose with this game, just like cut your losses or actually start listening to the fan base um jack and chat say but this is desperately trying to catch up to activision blizzard's level and they can't even do that yeah blizz is topping them did you see uh another i told you some moment have you seen how many leaks are coming out of blizzcon and leaks oh yeah big old quotes there oh my god Overwatch i, I, too, I, I was about to say <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm flying out on friday and i'm gonna miss a lot of the information coming out of blizzcon this weekend but i'm pretty sure with all the leaks quote, oh yeah unquote i've I probably know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Well done, Blizzard. Uh, honestly, <laughs> the stock's doing better. <laughs> so, so I'll take it. What, I've, I read this somewhere, and I don't know if this is true or not, uh, but the people who are playing Fallout 76, do they, they, apparently they have some kind of like icon on their name that shows that they're like a Fallout Plus or whatever the a Fallout First Fallout member. First, yeah. Yeah. They have like an icon that designates them as a Fallout first subscriber. The people in Fallout 76 are just killing them when they see them on site. Oh, that's great. That was, um, do you remember when uh, in TF2 at one point they released Halos for players that hadn't been using an exploit? And there was like big Halo Wars where it was like, if you don't have a Halo, I'm not going to heal you. Like, kind of shit. this is apparently if this is true, this is great that they're just like, how dare you buy Fallout first? Yeah, I mean, just well, like, I don't know who who knows. Um, This is like the year of game companies just screwing everything up, basically. So uh, we'll I, see. And I, I don't like to keep going back to this because it's just it's just the low hanging fruit. And the, it, there's just no there's no honor and beating up on the little guy who's already taken like 50 shots to the face. God damn it, Bethesda, you're just making it too simple for us. Just I uh, love it. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, on another note, is this you, Tim? The the next uh, this one? This is the, the the big news of the year. Um well, let's see it. The complete polar opposite of what we're talking about. This is great. Uh oh my god, I love this. There's a new horror game that's being discussed from uh from the maker from two illustrious game creators, uh Suda 51 and Sweary. It's tentatively called Hotel Barcelona. And uh, this is very early in in concept, but uh, if you don't know who Suda Fifty One and Swery are, Suda Fifty One is the um, is the creator of two uh, game series. One of them is called Killer Seven, which is a very artsy shooter from like like the, I played on the GameCube. Uh, might have released on other consoles. Um, and uh, No More Heroes, which actually I think reasonably popular. Um, and Swery, who's a little bit more niche, I would say. Uh, is the creator of uh, Deadly Premonition, um, which is one of those games that 
it's kind of like a cult classic. Is that uh, the one with the bear sequence? Or am I wrong with that? Uh, it may, it might maybe. be Condemned or something. It, it's a it's a very weird game. Okay. But uh, it's got some really interesting details, like hidden amongst like a really bizarre game. But uh, and uh, another game series that um, he was working on was called D4. It was a really kind of off the wall, like uh, detective style game where you kind of like go into your own memories. Both really, you know, offbeat, willing to push the envelope developers um, who I think people kind of categorized in the same area of like, you know, these guys are willing to just risk it and just make something weird. But uh, they're apparently grouping up to make this game. Um, it's uh, supposed to have a like a small million dollar budget, which is crazy um, for, you know, like I feel like they could get, make like 10 times that amount on uh, Kickstarter or something if they tried. But uh, uh, the bad news is it's planned to be on a mobile, mobile, a mobile game. Uh, but hope like they they're also hoping that they can get it on the switch with a million dollars in their budget that seems a little bit unlikely but you know you never know uh but the exciting part to me is the gameplay is supposed to be inspired by the siren series which uh i'm a huge fan of i know i've waxed poetic about it on episodes in the past i think this is kind of on topic since we're approaching halloween but uh yeah, we probably should have announced our topic <laughs> in the beginning i'm just realizing <laughs> but no worries but uh, but yes uh when they announced this in a presser, they actually um, they texted the creator of Siren, who's also um, the creator of Silent Hill 1 and some other interesting games, and asked him if he wanted to be a part of the project. And apparently he said yes. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, another funny thing that had to do with the announcement is they uh, the original announcement said that it was in, in talks with Devolver for a publisher. And then Devolver responded, they're like, we don't know anything about this, but like, we're oh. down. We're oh, in. Wow. I love the like weird, like high school <laughs> nature of it. I was about to like, say, just like, just hey, we're like, text, yeah. hey, we're making a game. You guys in? Yeah, we're in. Let's do this. Yeah. But uh, my favorite part about this announcement is it feels kind of like the B team version of Silent Hills, where Silent Hills was Guillermo del Toro, uh, Hideo Kojima, Jinji Ito, like all these huge names. And they're like, you know, we're going to make this amazing game. Then PT came out and everyone's like, this is going to be the best game ever. And then it got canceled. And, and then my, it got nixed. My dreams were crushed. But <sighs> this is like the the B team version of yeah, that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <the> goofballs. <laughs> yeah. Um, which but, is great because like Studio yeah. 51, like I haven't really played that much of their stuff. I've tried everything, but not, like No More Heroes I liked, but I it, it wasn't worth it for me to like really purchase. But mm -hmm. they make some really cool stuff. Um, Shadows so. of the Dam. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. just great stuff. That's like, it, it's kind of what comes out when you are uninhibited by a big studio oh breathing right. down your neck. So, yeah. So I, I, I heard about this. Uh, it supposedly, didn't they live stream this like from a bar where they were like having their Maybe. brainstorming session? <laughs> that I, sounds accurate. <laughs> I was about to say, I think, I think like they were talking about, they were, they were just getting together over drinks and it was like a bar with, you know, just a couple of people and they were making this announcement and they were just live streaming it. And they're like, Hey, we're making a game. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like, this that's is amazing. Right. If, if that's the case, I, I don't care. They can take my money right now. I will buy yeah. this game. The, the mobile part scares me. Um, it does. I don't care. Too. I will still yeah. buy this. If that's how they announced this game or they brainstormed it, I will buy this game right now. Yeah. I mean, hopefully if it does release for mobile, uh, it does well enough where it will come to other systems eventually. 
that's yeah. that's the hope um i mean i agree like i it's crazy though for me like i can't like the two two of these awesome creators i love saying they're gonna make a horror game together and then they grab the guy yeah. who made siren which is honestly one like top five horror game for me of all time it's like i am more excited about this than any other game that's on the horizon so i really hope it pans out i wish i it's i'll even play it on mobile that's how that's how pumped i am <laughs> oh wow all right respect um i i will too i'll i'll stand strong with you right <laughs> thank you um yeah so, that, that looks pretty cool so i was uh I, I looked up some more stuff about this uh and when they were talking about hotel barcelona they were saying something about like it could be in barcelona or it could be somewhere else it doesn't have to be barcelona <laughs> just like goofy stuff but I'm like, there, there is a real hotel barcelona by the way i googled I'm like, it and it's just like the first thing that came up i was like this isn't what i want the more i'm hearing about this and the more i'm reading about it the more i'm like yes i need this game uh and they're talking about how the gameplay or at least how they envision it each of the rooms in like the hotel is going to be some sort of like interdimensional kind of thing or like its own separate like oh, what? the more i'm really like re look up some stuff and read further like that's what i'm doing now this is amazing and i want this game it needs to be made i need to make sure this game gets to the masses <laughs> it's so funny uh, last thing i will say is like i was reading all the influences and they're like Oh, it looks like it's also going to have some influences of Twin Peaks. And if you've played Deadly Premonition, that is like the most inspired by Twin Peaks thing <laughs> of all time. So it's like, oh, you couldn't not put like inspired by Twin Peaks. In there. Like, uh, you're the best, sorry. Oh, I love this game. It's not even out and it's a 10 out of 10 for me. It's goatee every year. We, we, should, we shall see, certainly. Um, that being said, should we move to segment three? All right, let's go to we our third really segment. Oh wait, yeah. Also, uh, has anyone heard anything about this Ring Fit Adventure? Because I'm gonna get it and get ripped. I mean, <laughs> switch. I was about to say, like, are, your you, are, are you gonna just are you just gonna like do kegels and like? Dude, you just squish uh, against uh, your stomach and you you do an RPG. I you, literally you just like squeeze the thing and fight a dragon. I literally muted my thing to look up the release date, saw it was out, and pre-ordered it like before. <laughs> like on stream live so um, on stream wait, Jared wait. Just ordered ring fit <laughs> i know this is off topic but can can you go into this a little bit more um you piqued my curiosity uh, so it's a it's a fitness based game from nintendo that's like a ring i think it's just like a like a it's like I, a it's a pilates ring it's like oh is that a thing i don't know if that's a I thing think it's a, berto's I've the, heard, the fitness I've, guy here um i mean i don't do pilates but i've heard it ref I, I know they do like have rings and i've heard people refer to it as a pilates ring okay so you stuff two joy cons into this bad boy and then it has like a full-fledged rpg game where you fight enemies by being like okay like if you want to do an aoe spell that hurts like red enemies you have to do squats so you just like <laughs> rip squats to damage things um and like I, I i watched like a preview for it and i was like yeah i have to get this right i'll this will make me fit <laughs> um i just honestly thought it would be funny content so i just pre-ordered it um even though it's already out so i just ordered it it's also out of stock from amazon so i don't know if this is like oh, the new we if we get it if we get it in time for extra life we're gonna have to fight some dragons by doing squats actually that would be a really fun um it's cool because extra life has uh there's like mini goals you can set up now so you can mm -hmm. do like 
every, you know, $200, like, and they're like, shave your head. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to do that. I don't want to like, shave my head. I'll it'd be funny it. if we set a goal where, like, we play the fitness game on, like, extra hard. And just, like, some of us would die. Berto would probably be fine. But, um, I'll do I'll do all the squats. Yeah. We'll, we'll sub Berto in when me and Tim are just lying on the floor, panicking, <laughs> eating pizza, hopefully. Um, but yes. So I just ordered that game. Uh, hopefully it comes. I might just go buy it on at like Best Buy or something if it doesn't get in stock soon. Um, but yeah, See, sorry. Now I'm kind of excited for this. I want to do an AOE attack where the power of my ass destroys all the monsters. Yeah, and then defense, for some reason, you just squish it against your stomach. I don't know what <laughs> that's about. I don't know like what you're working there, but hopefully my massive gut will help <laughs> in that case. Um, it's like all the it's all the defense. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So yeah. Sorry. Segment three. That was a bit of a weird tangent. I mean, I I, I go with it. When yeah. if you feel something, just go with it. I um, loved it. Should we? What do we? What do you think we should title this? To me, it was like horror. Actually, you type. Would you survive? That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like, would I, the I, cynics survive? How about that? I, and then, like on the on, on the stream on the stream title, it's uh, episode thirty-seven. Could you survive? But I guess would oh. you survive also works. Either way, um, Berto, you want to explain this one? You came up with it, so it's your yeah. Brain yeah. So here. this is this is uh, just a little uh, kind of little fun thing that we wanted to do for our third segment, where in the spirit of Halloween, and again, by the time you guys are listening to this, it will technically be November. But bear with us. Halloween was just the day before. Yeah. Um, so in the spirit of all Hallows Eve. So from the future. Wait, what? From, from the past? Sorry, I watched the time machine last night. So I'm, I'm all about time travel right so now. So by the time you're listening to this, it will have already been Halloween. But we're recording this before Halloween. So <laughs> time, now my brain is broken. We're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> time is relative and it's a circle. Uh, no, the idea behind this. We wanted to do something fun for our third segment where we started talking, uh, we incorporate like horror games into this third segment. Where we said, how can we make horror games interesting? And then I said, you know what? Let's make this interesting by putting ourselves in the horror game. If the cynics found themselves in a horror game, could they realistically survive? And now I'm not talking about, oh yeah, I get a shotgun and blow a zombie in the face and I would totally survive. No, I'm like, no, no, no. You, with your current abilities, are thrown into the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Could you honestly survive if you have five zombies chasing after you? Like, you got to start chugging your, like, take your fat ass and run across the street. And you get stitches because you're running well, for too long. Well, the fat ass comment seemed very directed at me. <laughs> Just saying, like, no, 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 why I'm, you got to bring weight it's into it? <laughs> it's a general, you're fat ass. All right, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Tim's not. So, like, <laughs> I mean, no comment. I, 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 I put on some. Uh, I put on like ten pounds of sympathy weight with my wife. So the fat Respect. ass is one of us. Yeah, I, I'm getting <laughs> there. I'm going back to my fat Birdo days. Uh, but yeah, that's what uh, that's what the third segment's all about. Could the cynics survive? And we're just gonna get the conversation started with, you know, we each have like the first game series that we want to talk about. And then it's just pretty much going to devolve from there. Like, Oh, what about this game? And what about this game? So it's just going to keep going from there and we'll see how long and how far we can take this uh, argument. So I don't know who wants to start off with their first one. Uh, I'll, I'll start if you want. All right, let's go. Okay. So the universe I picked, uh, and fuck animal crossing, uh, <laughs> Sorry. animal crossing during Halloween will, would be interesting. I will 
punch Tom Nook in the face. The the hard part about it would be like you'd actually have to be able to fish and survive. Like eating would be the hard part of that. Oh, then I um, would absolutely <laughs> die. Like if I get a fish and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like I know how to like debone this thing. What <laughs> yeah, the fuck? Yeah, it would be rough. Um, but yes, you I guess I'm dead. Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem, which was uh, a kind of niche GameCube game. Me and Tim love this game. Uh, we actually played it together a while ago. Uh, and I I honestly chose something that I thought was feasible to survive in. Um, obviously, we're going to get the meta game here. At, at one point, we're going to figure it out. Um, so hear me out. Like, uh, all First right. of all, do you have knowledge like f- from you previously playing the game? Because that, that kind of helps or di- or doesn't uh i approach the question no because uh just that i mean that's how I, i'm trying to perceive it yeah okay so, I, so yeah no you I, get i'm going with this yeah it's like you're you're thrust into it all you know is like you learn the rules of the world uh and you have your own like physical abilities and go got it okay so here, here's my whole thing. Here's my bid for this game. Uh, basically, the game, the main character, her name is uh, Alex uh, Rovius, Rovius, Rovius. Um, and they, uh, for for those of you who haven't played, which is probably like it's it's pretty niche. So, um, basically, you you your I think it's your uncle, or your grandpa recently died. Um, and basically, like they don't quite know what happened to him, so you kind of investigate the mansion he lived in. Um to like figure it out and you stumble across this crazy story of how you're basically your family line for generations and generations has been linked to this weird occult battle. Um, now the levels you play out are basically you reading about shit that happened in the past. So technically you don't actually have to fight most of the hard parts. Like she's just in a mansion reading books for the most part. Um, towards the end okay. of the game, there I is some that. fighting. Uh, Ooh, and okay, now eventually we're, now we're she does story. fight like an ultimate super evil thing. However, she fights it after assembling three artifacts and uh, she does have help from like big spiritual beings. So the 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 reason I picked this one was because technically you're mostly reading, <laughs> which I think most of us can do. Now, the parts that she does actually fight, she does fight things that come out of people's skin that are scary, like pterodactyl raptor things mm, uh, okay now, now we're getting now we're getting difficult here but she fights them she basically shoots them like a couple times and they die so like okay like and she's not you know she looks pretty fit like but she's All not right, like, what, what, what kind no of weapon we talking about here on. i think she's using like an old uh old like rifle or something rifle yeah like an 18th century or 19th century rifle at the time all right so now here's the thing though like that shit's got massive kick so if you're not like ready or if you've not fired a firearm not saying that i have because i haven't like that shit's gonna hurt and if so, you're taking a couple of shots on that and yeah. you miss but like couldn't you like am i allowed to just club things to death <laughs> like i mean because, you could do like, whatever like yeah you could club things you can do whatever you want, but I think you're you're kind of sidestepping the biggest like problem in the game. And okay, yes, uh, this is gonna. This is where I'm going. Direct, so the game actually, this is a patented thing that Nintendo owns. Uh, there's a sanity meter in the game, and you slowly lose Wait, sanity, and they things own go bad. Sanity crazy. meter? Yes, they have a patent on it. I I read this today because the, there was like oh my God. sequels and stuff in development that no basically Nintendo. got canceled. That never happened. That should happen, but. So that's kind of the hard part is you're going to slowly go insane. Now, 
<laughs> that being said, the things sh- she kind of hears stuff. She sees like a dead body in the bathtub. No big. Like the paintings change. Um, occasionally it says that your memory card got like deleted. <laughs> uh, and it gives you that for 10 seconds uh, to just mess with the player. Um, but she actually experiences it, which is weird. You walk into a room, your head's off. I don't know. I feel like that's so having yeah. knowledge of the, the games, bleed. the walls bleed. That's a bit of an issue. So the biggest thing here is like ma- mainly fear is what you have to overcome. Um, so, oh, yeah, that's that's oh, OK. That's the only thing you have to overcome. I mean, I'm just walking around and I think I'm OK. I just got to shoot a couple of things and all of a sudden like the wall start bleeding and my head's fucking flying off. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I mean, I hold on. Let me read a few books. <laughs> so I don't know. I, to me, the game was a, was a good choice because like in my head, I was like, well, if you have knowledge of the game, the sanity effects is not the worst thing in the world. Right. Um, the main that thing is, is kind of the linchpin of, of the whole thing. And that's yeah. why I was like, eternal darkness. That would, That'd be like the most horrifying experience. <laughs> but but, but yeah, like if you knew going in, like that like ninety percent just... of the game is reading technically. So like y- you, would I get mean, if pretty the monsters far. don't get you, the you know you going insane will definitely get you. Yeah, but like being in a mansion where the walls are bleeding, but you can't do anything else. It's like I'm you're gonna try to persevere, right? Like <laughs> like um, I, well, I, I guess I'll put up with the walls bleeding. <laughs> you know, like uh, the scariest part is when like. You hear like footsteps and knocking, and and the telephone starts ringing and stuff like that. That okay, that that me. that shit is creepy. Yeah, if you haven't played this game, by the way, it's so worth it to play. It's it's one of the best horror games I've ever played. Um, the it's the really sanity good. meter is really interesting and stuff. I, um, speaking speaking from someone who one of the houses I grew up in, there like I've experienced when there's absolutely no one in the house but me and my brother, and like you hear footsteps in the third, like in the second floor. That shit is creepy. It's creepy, but like I mean, you have to survive. Yeah, like, but you I can't guess just what? leave. You know what I mean? It's funny. Uh, Jack said, "Read at the third grade level, and and the slowness will keep you alive." For <laughs> Which is pretty funny. What Chris is saying something? Emergency twenty twelve. The quest for peace. The stress would lead to a heart attack. Okay. Emergency twenty twelve. The quest for peace. Oh my god! I think it's like a. I think it's basically like a. Like you have to save people from emergencies, kind of thing. Oh God! Uh, no, yeah, nope, that, they're that would dead. Be rough. Um, so yeah, like I think this is like like give me like an over under. I think you'd have a decent chance because the final battle you do have like spiritual aid and stuff. So like essentially you have like elder gods fighting with you. Um, so yeah, basically you don't go insane before you get there. Yeah, but the insanity That's... is not like. If if it's in game insanity, you're not really going that nuts. You know what I mean? Like you you, you basically see some shit, and then you kind of come back to reality. Well, I, I think that um, a lot of it comes down to like the situation of the game and like assumptions you have to make about what it would be like if you were in the scenario, and you have to assume like the. I mean, definitely some of the things that happen in the game that are scary to Alex are based around her fears and things in her life. And if it were kind of curtailed to your fears and things that specifically uh, are scary for you, then I think it would have more of an effect on you. Yeah, or at that's least like that's, a silent, what, uh, that's a silent Hill kind of thing. Like the, the game doesn't explicitly state it's, it's a personal thing. Does it? Right. Well, 
it, it doesn't, but I feel like you, you can kind of make that assumption. Um, the whole sanity aspect has to have some level of, you know, your own mind to it. it that's, yeah. that's my, that's my assumption. I don't know. Personally, I am, you know, a very <laughs> mentally, I, I don't want to say mentally weak, but <laughs> I would, I would get destroyed and I would, you know, end up huddled in a corner and I'd put the book down and probably just get stuck. The tough part some... about this is it's really like this, this might be one of the scariest environments you could be in. Cause it's just a terrifying game. Mm-hmm. So like seeing that in real life, especially like when weird skelly bone monsters start coming out of people, um, that you have to kill a couple of those. But I think like physically and survival wise, like you don't have to fight that many things. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I couldn't see myself getting getting like advancing the plot of the game. I would like start reading a book and be like, "This is fucked up." I'm like transported to Rome for some reason. <laughs> uh, all, like I have to like kill enemies to stay sane, but like then wait, I get wait, to the, sane. technically and, she's just reading about that, isn't it? Isn't that <laughs> how it works? And shit's happening in real life. I'm gonna try and break the door down, and when it's not working, <laughs> I'm just gonna give up. I'm just gonna huddle in a corner. And I just don't go see insane. myself getting through all the stories and then defeating the boss. I don't know. That's just me. That's fair. That's fair. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I went it. at it like being like, well, you don't have to fight that many things. <laughs> so, I mean, but, true, true. You don't have to fight that many things, but yeah. if like my whole like, my whole mental schema of reality is falling apart, I'm just gonna. You know, be like, no, I'm gonna cower and just, yeah. you know, do well, my own okay. thing in the corner. Hot take out of ten. How? What's the chance of survival? One for me. I I would say this what? is like a three or a four for me. Shit, I would it, give it, it a five out of ten. I'm gonna give it's you a fifty-fifty. Five it's, out of ten. You're put in the scenario ten times and you you survive five of them. I, I think this is that... gonna fuck me up mentally. If yeah, I can't, if not, I can't, but it's like if, video game insanity. It's not like full on insanity no this know? is full on like you insanity see crazy this is... shit and then it goes away for a bit <laughs> no this is full on insanity this no, is you real. living it's, this it's real insanity dude. all right well is... so clearly mine wasn't the best who who's up <laughs> no, next it's, it's, i mean it's it's creative i like it i just i just like you're know trying to i wouldn't survive it yeah, the first game i thought of was dead space and i'd be like i'd just immediately die it's like nope not doing it those necromorphs would Eat the fuck out of me. I'm done. I'd be like, whoa, space is weird. Dead. <laughs> like, that's, that's how that would work. <laughs> no, but you can use that like mining bench and, you know, shoot them and shit. Nope. Just no. straight dead. No. I'd be dead. Nope. I would die. <laughs> I can't even move in real life. I would be a necromorph <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the very, at the very least, if I survived long enough where I made it to dead space too, and they did that shit with my eye, then I would die. Cause I, Ooh. Mm, I would die I because I would be sick of not being a silent protagonist. That's just my take. <laughs> All right, who's up next? I'll go next. The world that I am throwing all of us in is Raccoon City. The classic. Bold choice, I would say, but maybe not. <laughs> and not just any Raccoon City, but Resident Evil 2 remake Raccoon City, a much darker Raccoon City, a much scarier raccoon city i feel like wouldn't resident evil one be the better choice because it's like a little less like the scales a little lower or no i mean it's still zombies it's still yeah low ammo it's still i mean the the, the takes are the stakes aren't very much different the only difference that in re2 
remake it it looks a lot better so you can feel it a lot more it feels a lot more i mean while you're playing it it already feels like you're gonna die Mm. because it's already sucking you in but now imagine being in there you were walking through all that and then all of a sudden like this giant fucking dude wearing a fedora (laughs) he just crushes right in and just like knocks your head off all right so like walk us through what do you think of the chance of survival here oh my chance of survival are like two out of ten oh I so, can, see, so, so you just like, chose one where you just lose basically. so here's the thing like I'm, i i am fairly athletic so i can move away from these zombies these are your sh- like shambling zombies these aren't your like 28 days later running at you full speed zombies if it was that i would totally die because those zombies would run way faster than me yeah the, so, one, the right. one advantage in this game is that the, the zombies are pretty slow exactly so i'm like if I'm quick enough where I can avoid their lunges at me, I can kind of just like move off to the side and like, you know, shove them away while they try and lunge at me and, you know, they lunge at air. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can run away. Weapons are around. Like you can just find a weapon on the floor and you're like, all right, cool. I got a shotgun. But you're like, oh, fuck. There's only like one shotgun shell here. So you got to be smart about conserving your ammo. Um, you know, the game rules apply. So, you know, herbs, great. I can heal up. I I think that initially I'll be able to survive a little bit, but then I don't know. I don't know how I'd like my chances later on because I do tend to get trigger happy. So I will definitely find myself in situations where I have no ammo and I'm not going to be coordinated enough to try and do like that whole knife attack thing. Oh, yeah. I feel like if I try, <laughs> True. I feel like if I try and use a knife on a zombie, I'm it's just like a one way ticket to getting my ass chomped. Yeah. So okay. So Puckhead and Chat saying, "Do you know how to make the herbs into healy stuff?" Uh, we can assume yes, right? Because that's yeah. I was about mechanics. to say yeah. I would assume, yeah. You it doesn't you seem could, like rocket science, personally. You would yeah. You eventually I would figure out if like I put like I don't eat <laughs> it. It's like I just get a blue herb and a green herb, and then they touch together, and then like they get a blue green herb, and I'm like, oh the fuck did that happen so i'll just like start rubbing shit together until i get you know sprays yeah and then i'll find the sprays and just be like see i i think beginning of game i think you're doing pretty good because you, you can find ammo you got slow zombies you know it's it's kind of room to room i think the second you introduce any other enemy be it dogs liquor or or uh or mr x mr x you are super dead oh my god especially super because dead. Like, once once mr x gets introduced like you have to keep moving this yeah. guy will not stop i I'm, will get tired personally like i'm just a fat dude like i there's no way i'm gonna be able to run th- from these things like you put an undead dog that i need to shoot like four times pretty well i'm 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 done uh not to mention although so here's the interesting thing the knife <laughs> works on frames per second so like what do you see frames? Like, are we seeing like 400 a second? Like, because then we're, yeah. Yeah. Because if you just like let the knife kind (laughs) of, it would kill everything very quickly. Um, But you don't have knowledge of that technically. I I think it's the rules we settled on. No, you don't. So. And you might not be playing it on PC either. 60 frames per second. Well, the eyeball. No, you're, you're, the eyeball. See it. Unlimited. 30 frames. frames. (laughs) No, the eyeball's like thirty frames. frames per second. That's a that's a myth, actually. I've, yeah. I've read about it. Uh, people say that, but, but it, it it doesn't. Eyes are too complicated for that. Let's see how yeah. many frames per second can the human eye see? Jesus, a billion. 
TLDR, the human eye can physiologically detect up to a thousand frames per second. Oh my God, the knife would be insane. (laughs) You could just throw the knife at something and it would instant die. (laughs) It's like the average human tasked with detecting what frame rate he or she is looking at can accurately guess to around up to around 150 frames per second. That is, they can. They can see the difference in frame rates all the way to 150 frames per second. Not the direction I saw this conversation going <laughs> oh, in, sorry. but I love it. I got real meta real quick. <laughs> no, yeah. So basically, so you you'd go. be the in a tough. Need to be answered. You'd be in a tough bind until you were forced to use the knife, and then you'd be very confused when everything just <laughs> blows into pieces. The second and then, you like, touch the whole it with the world knife. just slows down, and you're like, <laughs> like you're just like, oh my god, a zombie, and he literally just explodes. <laughs> oh so okay. Tim but, and I wear glasses. Does that affect how many frames per second we can see? Yeah, zombies uh, no. hate nerds, so <laughs> <laughs> you guys get pummeled. <laughs> Shit. Does that, <laughs> mean, does that mean we see less frames, like half as many? Because if it's a thousand, I'm still liking my chances with 500 frames per second. Yeah, you'd be my, again obliterating things. Again, the issue is Mr. X is unkillable, so you would still die to him. Although you could him stagger him, you could just stagger him forever. Yeah. yeah, but again, that's that's really that's really the the crux of the argument, right? Because he's is. relentless; he will not stop. Yeah. and like I'm going to stop at some point because my ass is going to get tired. Plus, night don't the knives break? Yeah, they do. Oh shit! Oh yeah. So oh, <laughs> this well, is an interesting that. one because we're getting and really then, into game mechanics. Oh well, yeah. Not just that, but then think of the game where you have to do all the fucking, oh, you need to find the crank. Run yeah. back upstairs and get the crank or else you can't go through the fire. It's like, fuck. I'm just trying to think of the most athletic thing you have to do and I would just be out. Like, <laughs> if you have to jump or something, like, I'm out. Um, are there quick time events? Oh, uh, I would totally Oh, the alligator. Yeah, I'd, you're just dead. I'd be dead. Because you need to dodge, don't you? And I, I just don't. I take my chances with the alligator dodging, then you know, running away from. If I make it to the alligator, I call it a win. <laughs> yeah, you're doing pretty good if you get to that yeah. point. Do you play as the little child? Yes. Because <laughs> that would get tough. <laughs> like just being like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, like, Whoa, what happened here? I think I think the child is an accurate representation of what I would be like in the <laughs> Evil Two universe. But just uh, stumbling around. <laughs> running from things do you still have to save at typewriters oh there you go you solved it i would stay in that save room forever yeah i'd probably hang out there yeah technically Me you too. don't have to eat so i would make sure i just go and grab all the herbs and the sprays and just hang out there forever yeah learn the secrets of the save room just bring all the enemies to the door and they can't and come just in just put a knife knife near them <laughs> leave a knife at the door <laughs> the crack in the door just like underneath like the the door frame like eh, 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 <laughs> just touch their feet. toes and they'll blow up um <laughs> five thousand frames per second so so what do we think what at a 10 what are, what are we giving this Oof. i'm saying personally i'm zero like uh, there's no chance it's just too athletic <laughs> i'm just gonna go one again because uh i think it's more fun to pretend i have a chance Okay. But realistically, it's probably a zero. You know what? I'm going to give myself a little bit more of a chance here than the uh, the first scenario because I'm not going to go insane. So this is purely going to be based on athleticism, at least until I get to Mr. X, in which case he's just going to, you know, 
tear me to shreds. So I'm going to give myself a five here because I can I can dodge a lot of these zombies. It's really like when you figure out the knife is going to lead to it, but you can't burn through the knife too fast. That's also the issue. I got to like, save my frames. But you won't know that the knife breaks until you break one. So That's true. And at that point, I'm, I, that's very true because I'm just going to keep using it until that shit breaks. And yeah. Then I'm going to be boned. But I don't think the knife takes I think the knife takes damage based on swipe. And since you basically do a swipe and things would just get <laughs> obliterated, things just blow up. You'd be doing pretty good. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like my chances. Raccoon City. OK, OK. I feel like Resident Evil. It, well, the knife again, the knife is is really the crux of it. The the frames per second is, is where you, you, you give me that knife in my, you know, eyes that see things at a thousand frames per second. Things, give or take, depending on glasses, I don't yeah. know. That hasn't been accounted for. Uh, I like my chances of Raccoon City. Okay. I will all the zombies. I that one that one gets some points definitely. I think you have a chance just because of the knife. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim, what did you end up picking? Uh, I mean, I I tried to put a lot of thought into this because I am you know I, I try to be pragmatic. Uh, I I thought about Silent Hill. Um, I think. Uh, in terms of if you break it down from the perspective that you're using for uh for you know you know you're aware of the game world then uh you know i i feel like you can know enough about that game and shut shut it out and be like this is you know these are the root like this is gonna happen it's gonna creep me out but it's not real you know uh but once i i kind of shifted away from that and tried to imagine myself put in the scenario without knowledge of it i that game would cripple me instantly yeah cuz it doesn't it just, just make a world based on your worst fears yeah i would yep. be just one of the side characters who's just like in, insane and like i would just be know. in an airplane all yeah. the whole time and i'd be like oh, well i don't want to do whatever we have to do yeah it i so i i, I shut that one out um i also thought about um system shock cuz i thought you know not that I think I would be particularly apt at a world like that, but I feel like the tools that game does give you make it seem within the context of the world, make it seem somewhat like realistic for, for, you know, someone with my skill set to like do okay. in. but then, you know, you think about all the space stuff and you know, all that, you know, I, I in retrospect, it's, 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 it's not, I, I wouldn't really stand any chance. So I think the only chance I would stand in any horror game and it kind of pains me to say this because i'm not a big fan of this game series <laughs> but uh five nights at freddy's is, <laughs> is something i would be able to survive in because like anyone else you would go the first night you'd be like this shit's fucked i'm out i don't want to work here anymore and i would live yeah because can't you just leave yeah maybe i'm sidestepping the like the whole crux of this argument but i feel like you know that's a, that's the video game world that I think I could live. I think I could survive the first night. I would be so tripped out by what's going on that I would quit and I would live. Yeah, it's Puckhead saying like Outlast. Like you would just realize in the beginning that no story is worth it and just take the car home. But I think Outlast actually traps you very quick. I think like basically the guy gets trapped in the asylum, uh, and that's not mm-hmm. a good, Outlast is probably not a good one. Cause you would die pretty quick, I think. Um, Cause you just have a, co- a camcorder; it's basically your only option there. Um, oh, there you go. It looks like I'm dead. Yeah, but yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Can you actually leave? Like, because well, it's it's a great area. You could leave, you know, Eternal Darkness. Technically, you could. 
Uh, like, I mean, you, you can leave. leave. You could leave Raccoon Darkness. City, but at some point, the zombies, like, the world is fucked. The T-Virus you can't, is out there. You can't really leave Raccoon City. Well, the thing is, you would see the zombie in the gas station, and if you made it out of there, you would just drive in a very opposite direction. I That's think right. uh, would, would be the, you know... Um, the real answer is you would not go into Raccoon City, period. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like the the circumstance of the characters, right? Like, if yeah. if I'm Leon, I would go. This is uh, this was fun. Uh, I know I worked so hard to get this position, but uh, I'll try to be a cop in a different city. See, I think it's. I think we should make it. You have to. Essentially, you would have to complete the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like Tim was saying, you could be like, I could be a cop anywhere. It doesn't have to be Raccoon City. <laughs> Uh, in which case, Five Nights at Freddy's. I've, I've never actually played through it, so I don't know like how they. Don't you just like watch security cameras or something? Am I wrong with that? Yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. essentially juggling security cameras and like little power. Like it's it's kind of a mini game where you're just trying to conserve power as long as possible. You're just juggling it's, different it's, things. It's, it's all like the mechanics is all resource management, and like as the nights go on, yeah. resources dwindle a lot quicker. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but honestly, you know, if we want to do that in terms of physical capabilities, there's nothing that you need to do in that game that any of us aren't capable of. Yeah, it's, it's just, just pressing buttons and looking. Yeah, sure. while being really scared. Though. I'm not particularly good at multitasking, so maybe it isn't. Yeah, because it's like watch a camera, close the door. Oh my God, Freddy's out there. Close that door. Yeah. Shit, why are they moving? The main mm-hmm. issue would be it would be like 9:30, and I would have four tabs open, like World of Warcraft, Pornhub. <laughs> And read it, <laughs> and I would just miss the security cameras, and I would just die. You're like, oh crap! Where are the where are the where are the, uh, the fucking automatons or whatever they're called? Yeah. Shit! What? Fuck! Oh crap! Freddy's there! Oh no! I was busy playing video games. Dead. Um, yeah, I couldn't complete so, Five Nights at Freddy's because the guy calls you on the phone, <laughs> and fuck, I couldn't handle that. Uh, the true horror. Funny. I would say out of the three, that one does sound the most survivable in just that essentially all you need to do is like multitask on security cameras, um, which you could do better than even in game because, you you know, you're not right. you're not like flicking through with controls and stuff. So yeah. that one's actually pretty good. I, I would give that a five out of ten. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe a seven I, I've, out of 10, I've, I've never I've never played through the entirety of the games. It seems like they they all get pretty like like tight in terms of the window the windows that you have and you know granted if i were in that situation and my life was on the line i'd probably mess up and waste some resources more often than i would in game but at least i don't have to rely upon any you know physical capabilities that yeah you're I just sitting in a chair have. basically you know, doing I, what we're doing right now so that's pretty good yeah so. it's like right <laughs> press button Okay. All right. I'm doing good. Play some World of Warcraft. <laughs> we'll be good. Um, no, don't play World of Warcraft. I used all my my electricity to to level up my druid. Yeah. Uh, Lus Lus Silver. Hello. I speak the baguette. By that, do you mean you speak French? French? Because you're all français, un peu. <laughs> but uh, yes. Les poissons. Should we just toss out a few others that we could think of and just like do quick ones? Because uh, I actually thought of Bloodborne <laughs> as one of the first games. I was like, wow, yeah. you'd be dead immediately, like within I, seconds. Well, that's the question, right? Like you, you would die. But like in the plot of that game, you die and you like come back and stuff like that. Like, does that factor into this at all? I, I think so we I could factor back. it in because because really dead if you come back. 
Well, in any of the games, technically you could restart. It's really just a thing of like how how awful it would be to die a million times. Uh, like in well, Bloodborne, like it, the game's just hard. <laughs> like, and then you also have to dodge roll and like run around and stuff. Like, uh, it would. But be I mean, that, I think different. that is a, an important distinction because, like, in Resident Evil, yeah, you can save at typewriters, but like when you die, it's not like you're actually coming back to life at the typewriter. It's oh, like, true. You, you're saving the game you're and actually continuing. Dead. Whereas in like Dark Souls, for example, like you do die and you come back and like yeah. it, it's understood that that's something that happens in the game. Yeah. But, you know, like that that is like a distinction. Like, OK, like you, you would know. just end up cowering somewhere because it would just be too painful after dying. Yeah. Or you'd go hollow because you'd be like, uh, like, you know, at this point, this is a pointless venture. I'm stuck at fucking Ornstein small. But, you know, that's that, that, I think that is an important distinction when having this kind of weird. Like if Video the mechanics game world. do have, uh, you know, um, <laughs> tu aimes les poissons. I, I actually, pas les poissons. I, yeah. I actually did think of Doki Doki Literature Club when I was going around <laughs> when, I, when I thought about this. Wait, is that uh, a horror game? Does it have to be a horror game? Because like, spoiler, <laughs> it 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 kind of is a horror game. Oh, is but, it? Uh, I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in that game. Sounds like a mess. Yeah, I'm trying but, to think uh, of other. I thought of Majora's Mask. That wouldn't be too good. Um, although, I mean, I would take Majora's Mask over any one of other. Uh, as any, a procrastinator, I, I would not be able to do Majora's Mask. Yeah, you would just run out of time so fast. Like, yeah, no, would, then you just play the song and just go back to day one. Technically, yeah, you could just to the song. It would not. I would not make it there. I'd be like, oh, the moon's coming. Um, <laughs> the cool. Uh, the cool part yeah, about the game was if you had the song of time, you could just live forever, like in the town and hang out. <laughs> um, so that one's in a weird it, way approachable. Like, it it would be like Groundhog's Day, but in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you could just hang out. There's a milk bar, you know. You can hang out there. I mean, if you're able to get in, yeah. you have to get in. Alien isolation—that's an auto death, I think, for everybody. Oh right? yes, yeah. no, totally, totally would die. Yeah, zombies uh, ain't my neighbors. What do we think? I actually thought of Zombies in My Neighbors. I'd, I'd say in terms of the grand scheme of things, uh, Zombies in My Neighbors is above average, it, like in terms of my ability to survive there. But I, I was thinking about that with my knowledge of the game. And yeah. it's hard to take that game seriously in terms of horror. You know? Yeah, true. It's not I don't quite think I would be game, too affected by the horror in that yeah. game. It's too silly. Yeah, so Lil, Lil Silver, he's like, it's saying like it's a fourth wall issue. For the point of the conversation, we kind of said like, Basically, you are unaware of the game. Play. Uh, how do I explain that? Like, I guess you're. We're saying like you don't know the game mechanics. You're experiencing it. If if that makes sense. Right. Oh uh, yeah, if that you totally. Played, yeah. That totally w- works in English. Yeah. Uh, basically, like breaking through to the audience. Um. So yeah, we're we're kind of saying you don't quite know the game mechanics, but you could figure them out. Yeah. Um, so. In a game where resurrection is part of the game, it's allowed. In a game where you just are technically starting over, you're dead. <laughs> so <laughs> you are dead. Yeah. So games like like Bloodborne, for instance, like I I don't think you would survive because you would just end up going insane or cowering somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that game oh, literally nice. starts you off against a werewolf that kills you in like two swipes. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, it's a, welcome to you know the game <laughs> yeah um honestly uh, it's like pick a game where there's a lot of people to hang out with <laughs> like and maybe they'll just carry you through um i'm trying to think of Last of Us. 
tons of people to hang out with there. You never have to leave the you never have to leave the little town because um, obviously after you yeah, know, but the, technically you have to make it through that first sequence. Oh, that mm, that first sequence, is and that's terrible. just people are just shooting you. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> like, and, um, oh, plus and you lose your daughter right away. Like that'd be rough. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> It'd be weird to be like, "Whoa, I have a daughter now." Oh no! Oh <laughs> like, crap! Oh, I don't anymore. I'm so sorry. Um, and then you're like in that quarantine zone. I mean, but assuming you get past all of that, yeah, you're in the quarantine zone, and then you could just live there forever. You never have to escape the quarantine zone. You never have to go against the clickers. Yeah, so you can do that. No, I'd be dead. Yeah. I'm not fit. <laughs> the thing is, I'm like the least fit person out of the, the, the three. So, um, Fitness plays no aspect in it for me. It's yeah. just I, I, I can barely survive in my cushy life right so now. So here's, here's I'm going to throw a little wrench in the, in the things here. What is a game that we could, as a team, <laughs> if we were put in as a team and we get to team up, are there any that we would have a, a better Ooh. chance at? I think a lot of these games, if, and this is another caveat, but if we were as a team and we did know the rules of the game going in, if we were like, oh, this is Resident Evil, like, yeah. you know, aim for the head and stuff like that. The thing is, the, the knowing the rules, I think, just is like a cheat because like yeah. it is. But I'm trying to make it into a way like I feel like us as gamers, you know, like that's our main asset here. Right. Like, yeah. That we, we know the games. Okay. We have, you know, you know, we have the knowledge of how to make it in a lot of these games. And that's that's a. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot like that would insanely increase our chances. Yeah. It's funny because uh, Puckhead uh, 1994 brought up The Walking Dead. Like, that's a pretty good one because there's very low action in that game. Technically, um, there's a couple like I will remember QTEs that and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You just can't piss off the group. Is what yeah, he's just, saying. Uh, I'm not. I'm not good at moral dilemmas. Yeah, so which would, would be tough. But that. if all of us were there, we could kind of like team up a little yeah we could, we could totally impose our will on the group and we would be the masters of the group <laughs> um maybe and they, and they will remember that shit <laughs> remember me uh <laughs> I, I at one point i would say witness me when i was dying i'd be like witness. <laughs> and we go um I would, I would totally oh god that first uh, what's his name um kenny's kid duck dude <laughs> that kid fucks up so many times i'm like god damn it duck what about uh until dawn what do you think i thought of until dawn and i'm a jittery person so yeah. any of those segments where like we you have, have to stand, stand still, still <laughs> i would just i would just die that so. nope. over. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> don't move just, oh, you're just like oh but i'm so scared <laughs> i failed at one of those with the controller so um yeah that that game anytime you have to stand still you'd be dead um yeah. Just put the control down. But that'd be a cool one for a bit because the beginning of the game, like, you can't really die. So you could hang out with a bunch of, like, teenagers at least, <laughs> like, in the beginning. Get drunk. Yeah, and I, I would probably accidentally axe a deer like I did in that actual game. Yeah. And then I would die. Oh, well, there but, you uh, go. I told someone that story <laughs> recently. Um, what about a game like accident. Soma? I would totally, uh... I could, I'd totally get thrown into rapture and get all those plasmids i would survive and kill the fuck out of all the splicers bioshock you think you'd survive dude you get the plasmids and you get all those like you get i mean dude, you have to, don't you have to like inject things into your arm <laughs> that would i wouldn't want to do that you, you, that's a similar vein to system shock that's kind of what i was saying you know like yeah. uh it does the game does provide you with a lot of ways to augment yourself so it's like maybe you give it a maybe. I'd have a yeah. fighting chance there. I, I feel like the first big daddy, you'd just be dead. 
I, I mean, yeah, if you don't fuck with the little sisters. Uh, yeah, but don't you have to fight big daddies at points? I mean, yeah, I guess there are some points where I would have to fight the big daddy. Yeah. Plus, the no, would you kindly thing would be annoying. That's when, but that's when you get that plasmid ability where, like, you make yourself seem like you're a little sister, and you hypnotize them, and then they fight for you. It'd be weird because you'd just be like, <laughs> technically, you'd just be gathering an army of little sisters, like, because they wouldn't disappear, would they? Or I guess they would if you if you didn't kill them. They would just hang out with you, like, <laughs> run around. Out, like they would go hang out and hide in the little hidey hole they came out of. And okay, yeah. run away from. Daddies. Bioshock is approachable, I guess. Uh, I just feel like it'd be tough because, like, just the underwater scenarios and and the the splicers would be a little scary. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones. Uh, what are uh, other scary games? I was thinking about, um, and I mean, these aren't really horror games per se, but there are, there's some horror elements. The um, Zero Escape games, hmm. uh, where it's it does have similar group dynamics with um, with Walking Dead, but there's a lot more investigation and puzzle solving sort of things that I feel like while I, I don't think I would necessarily survive, but um, it definitely seems like it's kind of more up my alley. In it's terms a little of less like, action based, I think, is the, yeah, the key it's, to it's, that. I mean, it's escape rooms, right? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm OK at those. Hmm. I haven't done an escape room. I want to try one. I want to. I want to test my wits and see if I'm actually as smart as I believe I am. We we, we, should, we, we should did one together, we, right, Tim? Yeah. Oh, we yeah, should we do one as a, a podcast. That'd be fun. Yeah. Actually, that would be dope. And then for, we we should do that for a game club where we play a game like that, and then we then we like do an escape room and see if we're good in real life. Um, I've done one. I think you were were you there, Tim? Uh yeah, I, I was yeah. there. And we we did finish it. So. We did, yeah. I guess that was cool. Um, that was that's like six people. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should do that. That'd be a funny episode. We, we'll, we'll plan that certainly. I'm um, totally down for that. Any other horror games you could think of that would be interesting? Uh, I mean, we already said Dead Space is out because I would we would die instantly in that. I which one? Dead Space? Yeah, super yeah, dead. The, the first second I see a necromorph, I'd be like, just take me. I'm dead. I don't like want Castlevania. Is your super dead right? I don't know. Yeah. So then you get wall chicken. The the thing is, you you would eat that and just die. Like <laughs> I I mean, I, I mean, if you just punch a wall and it's like, hey, chicken. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I'm not eating that. It's a raw <laughs> meat on a on a bone. <laughs> We're seeing some flash animation that makes fun of that, where like the character like kicks a wall and it's like, sweet chicken, yeah. health, and then like eats it and just pukes. Just immediately like, pukes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> great food poisoning yeah <laughs> yeah i can't nothing else really comes to mind uh I'm, I'm trying to look at all the video games i have what about um uh uh why can't i think Ooh. of it the shadow gate what about shadow gate oh so dead yeah right i guess you're dead like it has a similar concept with the escape room factor but then you got to add in the torches that are just constantly running out that torches if, run out and if you go yeah. the wrong way you just auto die yeah, yeah that's, and, that's and i think there's fail states in that game because it was an old game. True, yeah. You... Ooh, Pughead. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Luigi's Mansion. Oh, Luigi's I'm... Mansion is so much more approachable. If Luigi can do it, come on. Yeah, He's honestly, that's probably the most survivable quote-unquote horror game there is. Hi, y'all. Yeah, PT is, I think, super dead. Yeah. Uh, mm. Layers of Fear, I did play through. 
I don't even know if you can die in that game. But oh, there's dude. a lot of trippy shit going on. Condemned. Condemned? Dude, that's super dead. That's super I dead. Have none of the skill sets required <laughs> yeah, for yeah. us in that game. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so I would like be super dead in like incredibly it, it would just like be without reason. Just dead. Dead. Yeah. There's a lot of death going on. So maybe yeah. Luigi's Mansion is like the winner. Because technically, yeah, I, give me like that, Luigi's give not me getting hurt, vacuum. is he? Does he even die? Right? So all you got to do mean, is vacuum some ghosts up. And they're goofy looking. That's true. Yeah. So I can totally do that. I think that's yeah. approachable. It's it's very approachable from the context of knowing that it's Luigi's Mansion. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. It's, this is can't be as scary as a lot of the other horror games <laughs> yeah true yeah that's the thing is it, if you weren't aware of the game mechanics technically you'd still be scared out of your wits you'd just be a weird like gamecube version of yourself uh, GameCube scared yeah um yeah and i mean like i i love luigi's mansion but like i would never be like oh like horror game you know <laughs> yeah that's that's bending the rules a little it's, bit it's horror light yeah that's like calling like medieval a horror game which is kind of mm-hmm. horror light um you would definitely die in that game by the way because you are dead in the beginning so yeah you're already dead so. yeah yeah um also if you jump in water you die so you'd probably do that and just be like oh well <laughs> there i go um yeah because skeletons can't swim don't you know that yeah yeah i mean they, they float you wouldn't know that they all we all float down here <laughs> um yeah, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else horror game wise. Super ghouls and ghosts. Just walk around. Dead. You get hit once and you're in your underwear. Yeah, you have hit to jump it. so high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and you, you, your jumps have to be frame perfect because the jumping is very key in that. Yeah. Plus, you'd have to like the speed at which you have to throw things to be even halfway good in that. You'd be. Well, was, yeah, that, there's the other thing. If you're not good at throwing shit, then you know you're as good as dead because you can't yeah. kill anything yeah like, that one's that one's like an auto death that game uh i don't know i think that's about it anyone got yeah. any other ones no it's all i all like right. that conversation that was fun i i enjoyed it my favorite part was that we actually got into frame rates <laughs> as, <laughs> as part of the discussion with resident well, evil we went scientific and we looked it up the human eye can perceive a thousand frames per second so, so the knife was super overpowered in resident evil um oh yeah that being said i, I think you still end up dead just because of qtes and mr x um but yeah oh, i yeah. guess <laughs> i guess we'll wrap it up um just a reminder to everyone, please uh, tune in. We're going to be streaming a marathon stream November 9th. Uh, we're going to be hosting it on here. Um, you can get at me, twitch.tv slash Garrett gets into um, is my normal Twitch channel. So we'll, we'll be doing it on there. If you want to sub or donate, uh, I think we're going to probably do at least 12 hours, if not more. So yeah. please check that out. All the uh, donations are going straight to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. So um, it's for a good cause. Uh, and, you know, Maybe we'll we'll put some goofy shit. You can make us do some goofy shit like a We Ring Fitness or whatever. The true horror game. Um, that being said, splitscreencynics.com is where you can check out our website. We got our episodes on there. Split Screen Cynics, take out the E's, is our Instagram. Uh, what other plugs? I think that's it. Oh, uh, I have a movie podcast with my wife. It's called Unnecessary Edits. Check that out if you're cool. Uh, Berto, you want to do any plugs? Uh, in addition to split screen cynics, I also do a pop culture podcast called hold up a sec. And you can find that uh, pretty much 
any major podcasting outlet holds up a sec uh you can get us at hold up a sec pod on socials instagram uh twitter uh hold up a sec.com the website uh and yeah that's the only other plug that i've got uh love you guys tim what you got uh find me at twitch.tv slash timit underscore tv maybe uh <laughs> i'm gonna try and play some some blackout club at some point this week uh, yeah maybe, maybe next maybe this saturday we were thinking of doing it tim or yeah definitely like uh like a pre extra life extra life stream or something yeah technically uh, that's the day of so um but yeah don't go donate to other things but you could still donate to our team technically you could donate at any time so uh that'd be cool (laughs) um yeah is that it tim sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no that's it all right uh so yeah thank you so much for listening uh happy halloween even though this is coming out a day afterwards guys in chat thank you so much for participating we really appreciate that uh yeah i don't have a good time keep on gaming spooky so (laughs) (laughs) imagine you're in resident evil and the first zombie comes in he's like spooky (laughs) like i I would still die